Welcome back to the Jote Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 127, the Christmas Eve edition, and your double fist on your drinks. Yeah, a little bit of fruit and then into the rye. <laughs> a little, Merry Christmas. A little bit of fruit? A uh, uh, fruity drink. A, uh, I don't know, what does mom make? What are they called? Smoothies. Smoothies. Like an alcohol smoothie? No, no, non-alcoholic. Ah. So that'll be my last non-alcoholic drink until Christmas Day. <laughs> Christmas. Or Boxing Day, I guess yeah, I should say. I was going to say Boxing. Actually, no, Boxing Day is usually more of a relaxed day in this house. Christmas Eve is always our party night. Going to watch Christmas Vacation and drink until 10 p.m. And then everyone goes to bed. Right, as soon as we hear the clatter. <laughs> um, on this episode, we're going to... Go back to Tuesday night football. We'll talk about Thursday night football, and we'll guess the lines for the rest of Week 16. Uh, we're gonna do an NHL standings check because there's just there's a break, a hiatus, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the World Junior Pre Tournament, the NBA Christmas Day slate, and then I, I don't know what you cooked up for bad, good, and great, but I'm sure you found something. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple, couple. Oh. I forgot to, to show you a couple of pictures and stuff uh, that I took for stuff I was watching, so it was kind of neat. Nice. Um, I guess let's go back. Let's start in the NFL. We'll go back to Tuesday. The Rams beat the Seahawks twenty to ten. Yeah, that's just, like it. Just it's what it's a game the Rams should have won. Yeah, and I, I guess I could say it was a little closer. Not that unexpected, but because now, of course, Wilson's playing better. So this is the kind of the anticipation. Where if it was like three or four weeks ago, you would have went. I might not even watch this. It's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Well, I would have watched it, but again, fast forward through a lot of it. But yeah, it was actually a compelling game. It was close. Yeah, for, for the, the most part, right? So it was kept your attention. Yeah, the Rams. It's almost like you want to see playoff teams in these close games because it's unlikely there's going to be that big of blowouts unless something really goes wrong for one of these teams in a playoff game. But these last couple of weeks, it. It does feel like everything is wide open, but for the most part, we kind of know, at least in the NFC, like it's just, it's one team we're missing. We're missing that last wildcard team. Right, which is wide open. Yeah, and then in the AFC side, it's it's a lot more wide open. It's one yeah, loss could, more so. could yeah. be your season. Right. Um, the other game, Philadelphia beats Washington 27-17. Um, before, I, I think when we were talking about it, because it was Tuesday, we recorded before the game. I don't even think we knew who Washington's starter was going to be. Right. And it ended up being former Cowboy Garrett Gilbert. Right. Who Was he the one that played last year against Pittsburgh? Yeah, that's, that's right. obscure, yeah. but... Yep. Um, Philly wins the loser-leaves-town match. Again, I still don't feel like Philly's making the playoffs, but I think that's just... That's the end of Washington's season. That's right. We yeah. can we can put a pen through their name now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they got a they got a Sunday night game to keep their playoff hopes truly alive. Yep. Um, Thursday night, San Francisco loses to Tennessee, which I feel like it's not Tennessee beat San Francisco. San Francisco's up ten nothing, and kind of it made me think of the Super Bowl when they lost to Kansas City. They're up by ten points, and it yep. just kind of disappears. They they basically couldn't get out of their own way is what the announcers said and it was exactly true because they should have been up 24 nothing at the half. Yeah. And that was the difference. And AJ Brown back for the Titans definitely made a big difference. He's a number 1 wide receiver for a reason. 
Yeah, for sure. And they had both of them back. They haven't had. I don't think they've had both of them in the lineup at the same time. Much at all this yeah, year. Yeah, like a game maybe. Yeah. So it was nice to have both of them there. I think that made a difference. And their running game um, was a lot more um, explosive in the second half. And Tannehill actually, who actually has good feet to run, had one good play. I don't know. It was 30 or 35 yards there. I almost thought that was the tsn turning point of Man. the game it's a it's it's a great the tsn turning point they it's it's one of those things that they've marketed where any company can say it but you just think of it as tsn is the one that started it yeah for sure it's it's a great i don't know how long ago it's been years for yeah. sure because it's yeah you know what it, it's the change in the game right now tennessee does drive down at the end of the game they get the last second field goal i don't know why maybe it's just the I don't know if you have the same faith in San Francisco I do, but I still felt like they were going to win that game. Yeah, like they're playing that well. Again, Jimmy makes one mistake, which he doesn't make any normally, and yeah, it costs them the game, really, essentially, because it, it just kind of turned the game around because he felt they were in it. Yeah, like, and it's one of those, like, it's not like it was San Francisco's offense. They, they did go a little stagnant, and Jimmy, I think he threw two picks in the game, but it's not like... Devo Samuel wasn't doing anything, or George Kittle, right. or Brandon Ayuk was a pretty big part of their offense, at yeah. least early. It was just kind of one of those, Tennessee's won a few of those games. When we get to the end of the year, we should look back at these games, because yeah. Tennessee's done it a few times where they've won games yep. they kind of shouldn't have. Right, and vice versa. Yeah. Right? They lose to the Jets. Buffalo, Jets. Well, they beat the... Well, I know, I'm just saying, like, the vice versa is, like, they could have lost that game. Oh, yeah, they, they sh won. should have lost yeah. that game. Um, yeah, for... For the 49ers, it doesn't really hurt their playoff chances, and I feel like for the Titans, it just kind of strengthens their hold because they do have a one-game lead over the Colts, and I think we were expecting them to lose, and then the Colts maybe win Christmas Day, and then it turns into a make it more exciting two two-week division sprint. Yeah, because I don't like being totally right all the time. <laughs> it is too bad because I th I think we all kind of know that the Colts are. At least, maybe not even the better team, but they've at least been playing better, especially since Derrick Henry's been out. Jonathan Taylor has taken over as pretty much the number one running back in all of football. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And now, Tennessee, it's going to be a weird because we're going to say, okay, Derrick Henry's going to come back, let's say, week 19, which I, I don't like when people say that. But if he comes back for wild card weekend, like, are we sure Derrick Henry's going to be full tilt, ready to go? Because he's missed, he last played in like week seven, I'm pretty sure, and is still like fourth in the league in rushing yards, I'm pretty sure, which is ridiculous. But I, I just don't know if good at this point, Tennessee's a playoff team, we know that, right? But like, are we sure? And I think it's good because those wild card teams, like if Tennessee plays Buffalo again, I, I would take the Bills for sure. If they're playing the Chargers, it's a little depends <laughs> how the Chargers are playing. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, again, there's, I don't know, again, once we, that could be just an episode in its own, just recapping the NFL season for us, because, yeah, I can name, like, four or five teams that I was, like, cold on, then I was hot on, then I was cold on again. Yeah, the Ram, the Rams were my hot, cold, hot, I'm back on, back on the Rams. Right, Chargers, their team, same thing, even the Cowboys, I would put in that category, where they were hot, cold, hot. It's funny that they only just clinched a playoff spot because the 49ers lost. Right. Like, we, we know they're winning the division. Yeah. They're we, just, 
trying to make it interesting, I guess. We knew it once they beat Washington. That was their quote-unquote competition. Uh, we'll get to – let's do guest lines week 16 – uh, two Christmas Day games is is the NFL. I, I'm interested. What gets more ratings? COVID NBA basketball or right. the NFL that has just kind of pushed through all of this? Yeah, be interesting. I think I think the NFL. I also think the NFL has better games. Like overall right, for the day, right? Gotcha. Not as many, but right. I think the NFL. By the time you hit eight o'clock and it's Indianapolis, Arizona, I don't know if I want to watch that or Brooklyn and the Lakers. Right. I might lean towards the NFL game. I mean, mm, t- tape both and watch both. But yeah, yeah. which one are you watching first, first is how yeah, I think yeah, of it. Yeah. Uh, the first one up, I guess, should have been a better game. I don't know what's going on with Cleveland. Are we getting Nick Mullins again? Like, what's the uh, COVID situation with the Browns? Are, are we just good? Is Baker playing? Are they going to finally make the switch to Case Keenum? If, if you're um, a quarterback out there right now that doesn't have a job you should be getting in shape because we've been talking about second string quarterbacks all year having to come in now we're at the point with covid we're talking about third string practice quarterbacks practice yes i'm talking about practice um another team cleveland hot cold hot i don't even see baker on the the like covid list so he, you know what? Because it's, I think the protocols are different now, right? I don't think you're out for two weeks. No, they you just need two negative tests, I think. And I know the NFL was really trying to push for if you're asymptomatic you can and you're play. vaccinated. Yeah. So I mean, I do get it, but at the same time, it's it's pretty dangerous, and you're teetering that line of if you just do that, you right. might wipe out a whole team. For sure, for absolutely. Uh, the only significant name I'm seeing is Miles Garrett, but he's not on the COVID list. He's questionable with a groin injury. And Kareem Hunt is on the reserve COVID list, and he has an ankle injury. Um, in this game, I said the – actually, I should pull – I almost said what the real line was. I said the Packers would be favored by 7.5, hosting Cleveland. And what I can only assume is going to be Nick Mullins. I'm going to say 9.5. And we split it. It's eight and a half. I was actually thinking ten and a half, only solely based on the question mark at quarterback for Cleveland. Which these guys must have a tough time right now with the lines. Like normally, like they're worried about one guy who might be injured or something. Now it's like, do they going to have enough players to play? Yeah, who's going to get the who's going to get put on the list last second? Like. Let's say Miles Garrett wasn't injured, but he gets put on the COVID list today. That's going to swing that line. As as much as people always say it's just quarterbacks that swing the line, someone like Miles Garrett is one of the best defensive players in football. Like he's he's going to make a difference if he's not on the right, field. Right. Um, our second Christmas Day, Christmas night game, Indianapolis at the very reeling Arizona Cardinals, which hot, cold, hot. No, actually hot, hot, cold, cold. Yeah. They've only had the one up, one right, down. You figure they're going to come around. They See, again, this is a team that I think is going to get hot at the right time. Hmm. Uh, I said the Colts would be favored by two and a half in Arizona because they are not a good home team. Wow. I will say the Cardinals are favored by one and a half. And I think the Cardinals win this game. I think this is where they right the ship. Uh, it is the Colts favored by one. Oh, wow. Basically pick them. Yep. I, I do... I do like that theory of this is the Cardinals figuring it out. 
on Christmas Day, everybody's watching, and this is when Kyler Murray has a 300-plus yard game. Right. I just I just can't believe in the Cardinals, especially no, De- no DeAndre Hopkins for the rest of the regular season. Right. I just – I'm – I'm thinking now that because it's always with the lines you have to figure out. Okay, are they going to trust the team that's hot? Because they're tr- clearly trusting the team that's hot in the Colts and mm-hmm. Cardinals that are reeling. Maybe this is the both of them come back to earth. Indianapolis falls down to earth. The Cardinals come back up to earth. Because I mean, you start off seven and zero and you're three and four since. That's yeah, not a and but Kyler hasn't been there mostly. Um, I, I I'm just curious. I wonder when the last time. Because um, they were leading the league a, a couple of weeks ago. When's the last time a team that was leading the league was an underdog at home, right? Like that. That to me, that's a that's a pretty big sway. Yeah. In spreads, like when you were, I w- I was gonna take the Cardinals for sure. Like when you said the Colts are going, there's no way Colts are favored. I I almost think like I I like also going back if like if this game is in like week eight or week seven. The Cardinals are probably favored by a touchdown because mm-hmm. the Colts sure. look terrible at that point. Exactly. I guess maybe that's when they were turning it around, but you didn't know for sure. Another hot, cold, hot team. <laughs> um, let's go to the cold, cold, cold teams because <laughs> cold, cold, cold. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, Jacksonville at the Jets heading into Sunday. These teams just well, Jacksonville's had two weeks now where they've had games that they should be winning or could win. And do you think Jacksonville's favored? No. Jets Jets by one. Hmm. I'm going to get that because I said one and a half, and it's Jets by two. Oh, boy. This is uh, especially uh, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are eight early games this week, so you do not need to watch Jacksonville and the Jets. No, no. That's uh, I'll, I'd much rather watch North Texas against Wyoming in the – Camilla Cookable, whatever bowl they're playing in, than is, that one is that on Sunday? No, I'm just oh. I'm just throwing two teams out there that I would rather watch than that. Uh, would you rather watch a random bowl game or Detroit at Atlanta? Oh, Detroit at Atlanta for sure. And maybe this is a better game than I. I guess just because they're both. Yeah, like are, isn't everybody cheering for the Lions? Like no. what? What? Well, except for you. <laughs> Right, like, aren't they the like the lucky losers, the lovable losers? Like, like, there's can we no call, reason can we call, not to. We still call them losers. They won three well, games. I know, three, two, and a, and a tie, two and a tie, <laughs> two and a tie. So they didn't lose three games. Coach of the year, Dan Campbell. Oh boy, I'm I'm gonna say the Falcons are probably favored by two and a half. Ooh, you went low. I said four and a half, and it's five and a half. I'm all over the lines. This is a field goal game. I I don't know which way. To be honest with you, I'll just take the whoever's got the points. I'll I'll take the points with me. Yeah, five and a half so is a lot. Yeah, like the Lions who, again, just play close games most of the time. The only thing I'm thinking is I'm pretty sure Jared Goff isn't playing, which actually, surprisingly, who would ever think Jared Goff isn't playing would be like, oh, that's going to hurt them. Right. Again, going to a backup quarterback. Wow. Uh, yeah, Dan Campbell says it's highly unlikely. I oh, don't. Well, the, I didn't know the uh, Coastal Carolina receivers were playing for Detroit. <laughs> Highly likely. Highly <laughs> likely. <laughs> um, I'm trying to. Th- I don't even know who the Lions' backup quarterback is. Um, I feel bad That's saying that. That's sad, eh? So I, like, I, I Goff, don't know that. Well, he's well. Goff was out of game. Didn't 
Yeah, there had to be. Oh, wasn't it? Because his initials, it's like Tim, Tim something. Because he was TB12. Oh, okay. Um, Tim Boyle. There you go. I assume that's who. Unless they want to start running back DeAndre Swift at quarterback, who has one, uh, one attempt passing this year. Well, again, like I said, if there's any quarterbacks listening out there, there's some jobs available for you. Yeah, like this is one of those like Kaepernick couldn't get a job over Tim Boyle. Yeah, this isn't even like trying to get political. Well, it's just like or like who you're saying who's starting for is it Washington? Derek Gilbert? No, uh, Mullins? M- no, there was another one. He went. I didn't even know he stayed, still played football. Starts with a B. Bales or Bain or for for who? I don't know. Like I just it just oh, like showed this past weekend, this coming weekend. Oh, like is playing? Yeah. Um. I don't. I you, guess you were we, looking on the ticker last night, and it was saying so and so is starting. And you went, "Oh, I didn't even know he still played football." Um, now I don't know. Oh, I want to uh, maybe right. as we go through the games. Okay. Oh, okay. Actually, this is good. Thirty-one minutes ago, uh, Browns moved Baker Mayfield off the COVID list. I don't think that changes any, not much, but right. Um, not Nick Foles. Nick Foles is also starting this this weekend. Um. Jake from Jake from starting this weekend. This is this is great. The year of the backup quarterback really it really is. Um, Miles Garrett's fifty fifty. Oh, uh, Ian Book. There you go. Ian a, Book. Yes, that's it. And not only starting a game, starting a Monday Night Football. There game, you go. He, he was like a top CFL pick, I think. I yeah. I right? don't think like, he's going to be an NFL quarterback. <laughs> he was good. At, he was okay he in college. Supposed to be. And now he's just thrown into it. Detroit Atlanta will actually be a good game because they're two teams that, unfortunately for the Falcons, they're at the same level. Right. Agreed. Uh, next up, yeah, this is definitely making me think I should have moved. Maybe it's just my spite for the Falcons. Um, Chargers going to Houston to face the Texans. I'll just, I'll give you. Actually, you don't need a hint. I, I know this. This spread's high. Really? Okay, I can get this. Maybe I did give you a hint then. Chargers eight and a half. Ooh, low again. I wow. said ten and a half, and it's I, eleven. I was gonna say five and a half until you gave me that hint. Really? The, you don't think Houston? It's just yeah. I just think they're still kind of competitive in games. They just won. Oh, that's why I, I said ten and a half because I think this is just that was their Super Bowl oh. beating Jacksonville. Yeah, but they've won a couple games, or sometimes they're in games. I don't know. Sounds like you're and on the, the Texans. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the Chargers again. I'm, the Chargers are so wishy washy. I don't know wh- where to go with them. Right? They just had a good game. They should have won and lost. So is this like a letdown for, game for them now because they know they can't win the division? I could see that. Maybe you know? a little trappy mm. that you yeah. kind of let everything out on that Thursday. That's the only thing I think that does play into their hands. At least they played Thursday, so they've had more than a week to get over that letdown. Um, Fair enough. I, I was a belief, not Might a believer not in the it. Texans, but it's just not. Um, I, it's more just it's more that I don't trust the Texans, and I guess now I'm I'm on the side of the Chargers now. This is fair enough. The wishy washy side. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what what's good of I guess wishy washy is not meant to be good. Uh, Tampa Bay at Carolina, the the reeling Bucks. <laughs> I, are you no, gonna no. call them hot, cold, hot? No, they're. Not that they're fine because Chris Godwin's out and you're hoping uh, Mike Evans is out for this one. Right. The only thing about that is like, okay, so Scotty Miller and uh, Tyler Johnson, they'll be 
the number one and two wide receivers. They mm-hmm. have pieces. They yeah. And it's Brady. Like I just yeah. I can't really doubt Brady. I said the Bucks would be favored by eleven and a half in Carolina. I'm gonna say ten and a half. And we split it. It's eleven. Mm. Uh, is this a division? Division? Should we be cautious of taking yeah. the Bucks? Yeah. Um. But again, I think the Bucks had a bad game, so I think again they're one of those teams that can turn it around a little bit quicker. But maybe not. Is this their time to get cold? Maybe they go two or three games and go, oh boy, what's going on here before the playoffs? Because they really haven't had that hot, cold, hot. No, it's just right. They've been, been pretty consistent, like Green Bay. Yeah, I was just looking up to see. I, I, I think we. I'm. I'm gonna flip our opinions in that. Uh, Cam Newton is probably starting this game. Oh, good to know. I will take the Bucks. <laughs> I love how we had because I thought that too. I'm like ten and a half. That's a little or whatever. Yeah, At eleven. I'm like ah, that's a little high. And then I thought ah, it's Cam. Cam could throw a pick six. Cam could fumble the ball. I think Carolina has a good um, pass defense. Their defense is right? pretty good. Yeah, maybe but. I think this. It might just be a stay away because it's yeah, that high. Yeah, and you don't want to. I don't think anybody wants to be like, all right, Cam, you're down by 21. We need 10 points in the fourth the quarter. The backdoor cover. Yeah, That's all you're praying for thinking of this game. I don't Cam think. versus Brady. <laughs> uh, next up, another divisional game. The New York football Giants going to Philadelphia to face the Eagles. I said the Eagles would be favored by seven and a half. I wonder if the New York baseball Giants could come back and play them. <laughs> Might be a better game. Yeah, again, this is Jake Fromm starting this game. Because they shut down Daniel Jones for the year, and Mike Glennon is Mike Glennon. I will say ah, it's a play, it's a division game. I'll say the Eagles are favored by six and a half. Ooh, one below, and it's you're going to love this. Eagles by ten and a half. Oh, my God. But, again, it's that balance of, okay, so this is a division game, so it should be close. I'm, right. like, I'm on the Giants, too. Me, yeah, like. Their defense is decent. And the last time, I know what happened like, the last time the Eagles and Giants played. Oh, yes. I will never forget that because I, I think I lost my ticket on that game. Because of the me? Eagles decided the season was over at halftime. They watched the Michael Strahan jersey retirement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't really care if it's Jake Fromm or if it's Mike Lennon or Hobble Daniel Jones. Or, yeah, anyone else out there. I wonder, that I wonder, wants to come play. <laughs> I think I maybe I should. We should maybe throw the ball after right, this. Yeah, we'll go out the street there. Warm you up, see what you look like. We'll send the video off to, <laughs> to all 32 teams. Someone might sign you. Who needs a quarterback? Hey, I could be Tua's yeah, backup. Yeah. Another get, lefty. Get over there before they shut down the borders. That's true. Um, these final three games of the early window are actually amazing, and they should be the ones on TV, and they should be the ones you're watching. The first one is the only non-division game, and it's the L.A. Rams going to Minnesota to face the Vikings. This is a great game. I, I don't disagree with you. This that, is like a playoff like game. A pl- wow, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yes, it is. It's I'm, too. Are you checking if it's on TV? Yes, I am, because it better be. I'm very disappointed if it's not. I said the Rams would be favored by two and a half in Minnesota. Oh. But it's always close games. Yeah, I'll say I got a change. I, I was gonna say the same thing, so I'll say three and a half. And you're gonna get it because oh. it's four and a half. Or, no, not a half. It's just four. Four. I'll take Minnesota. Thank you. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, because it's yeah, it's gonna be a field goal game. I was thinking because I put plus 
on my on my thing, but I put plus because it's the road team that's favored. Uh, three and a half, and it's four. And yeah, it's no, not on. It's not wow. on TV. Yeah, unfortunately, we're getting well. Unfortunately, you're getting Buffalo. Yeah, that's a good game. That's a. But that's then a, you're gonna get the Lions and the Falcons oh because God. again, remember I told you about the agreement Canada has with Detroit. It's all the teams which, that are close, right? Which should be Minnesota. But we they just got it, and I think it's for next year. Yeah. And Seattle. Rams, Minnesota. So those games will always be on. And the Giants, Eagles. Is the other oh. Yeah. I think it's just more going to be like why I, I, I love Jalen Hurts, but do I really want to watch a quarterback battle of Jalen Hurts and Jake Fromm? Not really. Like that's a low – that's an you take the under kind of game. Can they not um, – like you know how they change the Sunday night games? Can they not pivot and change games for the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock for – the games to be on oh yeah like i was gonna say rams vikings i think might be the best game of the weekend yeah and it's shoved in a one in the one o'clock spot and there's the three yeah there's three four o'clock games just but one more then it's seven and four and i will not complain about that Although I usually yeah. I'll, do. I'll you know what because sometimes ctv will pick up a late game or something i'll have to t- look go through my uh pvr to, to see if that's on uh, another div- so one of the two division games, Baltimore at Cincinnati. So this is just this is literally a playoff game. This is yes. for the division. Absolutely, it's awesome. Whoever made the schedule, they could have maybe made it a couple weeks later, but maybe at that point it's a no brainer on who's ahead. But I also just don't think anybody thought Cincinnati would be in the spot. Not even you, who believed in them as a I wild did. card team. You did not think they were going to win the division. Yeah, no. Um, wow. I'm going to say Cincinnati's favored by two and a half. Ooh, a little low. It's three and a half. Hmm. Because Huntley's still in there. Yeah, that was going to yeah. say that's that's the thing I just read is they're expecting it to be Huntley. Gotcha. Which, which you're not losing much. No, which is kind of bad for yeah. Lamar, who was like the MVP a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. And now you're thinking, how much worse is Huntley? I wonder if the Ravens maybe think a little bit longer about the contract they give Lamar and think, well, we have Huntley. Yeah. Not that much worse. I think I would take the Ravens here in the points. I just it, this sounds like a, a like a one point game or a field goal game or a I don't know. Just, do do the Ravens go for two at the end yeah, of this game? And well, lose. that's what I'm exactly right. Rather than go for the tie and keep everybody still alive for their point spreads. Do you think they would do it again? Do you think if if we're just very hypothetical, they go and tie the game? It's or not tie the game. They score a touchdown. And they have a chance to kick the field goal to o- and go to overtime, or for the third time in four weeks, go for two again and go for the win. We're assuming this is a go wow. for the win scenario. Yeah, I don't. To me, I wouldn't. But I don't know. Do you? What does the um, analytics say? Yeah. Did, 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 does the analytics look at past chances missed? Because I don't know. Like again, they were close. Fingertip. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know. That's a good question, though. I, I right? just like I, you're there because it's su- it, it, it's such a tough decision as a coach. You're at the two yard line. You can win the game. At the it's a tough. Uh, I, I I don't know. I think they would do it again. Really, eh? Man, I don't know. Wait, did I say the spread? Cincinnati's no three and a half. Oh, uh, three and a half. Yes, you did. Yes, and I yeah, I yeah. also said I'll three and a half. Baltimore. Yeah, the points just, feel like the safe choice, especially Baltimore. Either way, been all in all these close. Yeah, games. like if you would have told me Baltimore's favored by three and a half, I'll take Cincinnati. I just, yeah, this is, seems like a grind them out, like the Denver 
Cincinnati game, it just in my head, I'm thinking this is just going to be defense, defense, defense. It's going to be a close game. I I, I like the Bengals because they can play either way. You want to play in a shootout? We can play that way. Well, they, or you can play a tough, tough grind them out game. You and, can do it either way. And the last time they played was Cincinnati playing the shootout game and Baltimore mm. just didn't, wasn't able to. Keep up, yeah. And that was with, with Lamar. Yeah. I, I think this Ravens team is fascinating because they get I think I just think of like the few a few games that jump out to me. So they win that Sunday night game against Kansas City where No, nah, I was gonna say that they go for it at the end, but they didn't. They just they got a late fumble and drove down for the win. They had they had two going for twos and they lose to Pittsburgh and Green Bay. They get blown out by Cincinnati. They blow out the Chargers. Like this is just the weirdest, the weirdest team we've seen all year. Yeah, like hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. Bad decision, <laughs> bad decision, bad decision. <laughs> uh, another division title up, up for grabs. Yeah, up for grabs. I guess New England still has the lead, but. Well, this is, but this is for sure. Buffalo wins. They are tied, but they have the tiebreaker. So the yeah, this is again for the division. NFL must be loving this. Uh, I said the Patriots would be favored by two and a half. Because that's what the spread was when it was in Buffalo. Buffalo favor the home team right. favored by two. And yeah, a half. I'll say. I want to say something different. I'll say three. <laughs> it is two and a half. Okay. This is. I mean, again, another game that's in the one o'clock window. Why isn't this a four o'clock game? Or the Sunday night game? Yeah, yeah. Like, do like, I why really... Washington Dallas? Like, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I don't need to see them on Sunday night football. Dallas has had a few division primetime games. Yeah, and they've just all oh, sucked. Yeah. Like, they blew out the Eagles. Right. I think that might be the only one. But Yeah, yeah. It's because they're the Cowboys, right? America's team. Everyone likes them. So, that's why. Yeah, I feel like there, should, the be, there should be more fans. Or maybe just if the NFL is listening, just let us flex the games. Just yeah. us two specifically. Like RDS does. Yeah, you right? get to choose. Yeah, you get to pick. Do you want to watch Washington-Dallas or do yeah. you want to watch Buffalo-New England, that's Baltimore-Cincinnati? Because RDS is good at playing Minnesota games for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> They probably know that they're in close games. Yeah. Uh, to the late window, Chicago at Seattle. No Justin Fields. We're getting Nick Foles. And this is prime time on TV. Can't wait to watch that. Oh. Yeah, like it's just like you're watching a football game and you're thinking of it's it's like you're kissing your girlfriend, but you're you're in love with somebody else because you want you're watching this game, but you know there's a better game on that you're not watching. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. There's out of the two other games, it's not like there's any that are that much better, but it's definitely not the game you want to watch. Uh, I said Seattle would be favored by three and a half over the Bears. I also made this line thinking it was Justin Fields. I'll say, oh, Seattle is favored by six and a half, and it is exactly six and a half. Snooze fest. Both of these teams are out of it. At least if it was Justin Fields, it'd be more fun. But now that it's Nick's, Nick Foles, I think Seattle... What's wrong with Andy Dalton? Is he still hurt? I think or he is. Is he sobbing? Or? <laughs> he wants to go back to Cincinnati. Yeah. That'd be a great or redemption Dallas. story. He could yeah. be the backup in Cincinnati. Uh, Anyone could be the backup anywhere right now. So it's not really much of a redemption. Any, there could be 10 redemption stories. Has Cincinnati... I don't think... I think Burroughs played all year. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of We the, don't know who his, who his backup is. No, that's true. We, have, we haven't learned that yet. Uh, yeah, I feel like Seattle runs away with this game. Six and a half doesn't really phase me. The way Russ is playing and the Bears' defense, the Bears' team is just dead itself. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm 
probably gonna have to bet on this game because it's on TV. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Seattle. Huh, yeah, I guess they're getting better, right? <laughs> at, at the wrong just, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just gonna we'd have their... almost finished five hundred because you can't finish five hundred, but no, close they'll go, enough. They'll go eight and nine. Right. That'll so they'll probably end up again. Uh, proving us right where that division probably wins the most games in the NFL. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's definitely the most the most competitive, even though yeah. it wasn't really, but on like if, if we saw those final standings, we said, Yep, that's what we said in week one. We knew right? they'd be but that good. Not the way it kinda turned out. Yeah, not Arizona being as good as they were to start the year. Or San Fran being as bad as they were. Uh, the next up is Denver at Las Vegas. This is a oh, boy. <laughs> it's a division game again, though. Like these are rivals. Yeah. Where is it? It's in Las Vegas. Oh my god! I'll say the Raiders are favored by one. Uh, you do get it. You got it as soon as you said Vegas. I said Denver would be favored. Oh. I said Denver by one and a half, and it's Vegas by one and a half. I just think Denver's better. That was my – as soon as I yeah. looked at the actual line, I'm like, I know I'm wrong, but I still right. feel like I'm right. Yeah. Again, here's another team that we didn't think should even be in the – like, they're 7-7. Seven and seven, Yeah. They're, right? They're, they're there. They're there. Like, this – for them, they're still alive. So are the Raiders, right? Yeah. This is this is a loser get, leaves town. Right. So, again, it's a playoff game. Yeah. It's perfect. Probably no tag. I'm guessing it's Drew Locke. Which I guess then hurts the Broncos, but again their defense though. I'm on the Broncos for this one. I don't know if I'm there on betting it yet because I don't right. know if I want to bet on Drew Locke, but I definitely like the Broncos. Wow, there's uh yeah, there's some sloppy games <laughs> betting wise out there that yeah. I'm gonna have to do a little more research because uh, yeah, I, there's nothing that sticks out with for me other than Denver's defense. But it what are they gonna score all their points? They might. Uh, the last one of the late window, funny enough, it's the biggest spread, but it is the best game. Pittsburgh and the semi-alive Steelers going to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Don't get me started. We've already put a pen through the Pittsburgh Steelers. We have, but if we if we look at the... Oh, yeah, I was going to do... We were going to do playoffs. I guess I could still do that. Um, I said the Chiefs would be favored by 10.5. I'm going to say 12 and a half, and I think they win this one by, like, at least three touchdowns. Uh, it is eight and a half. What did you say? 12 and a half? Yeah. Yeah, it's eight and a half. They win this in a smoke show. This is, like, this is the put 47, 20 or something. It just, yeah. And this then, is going to expose the Steelers for who they truly are. And then our conversation Tuesday is like, wow, why did we ever doubt the Chiefs? And then we could say another they, cold, hot team. Yeah, they were they were like I would call them like cold cold and then now very hot. Yeah. Getting Back. hot at the right time. Yeah, almost like that's what we ex- again, at the end of the year the, it, it, that's why you have to watch you have to read the whole book. You can't just look cover to cover, right? Cuz yeah, you go, "Oh yeah, I, I'm yeah, the Chiefs win the division, of course. They're the number 1 seed. It makes yeah, sense." Yeah. Yeah, that's not how things started. Like I want, I want to look back and see when the absolute panic was, because I feel like it was like week five, week six, even though they were like four and two. And we're all like, I don't know, the Chiefs, this, it's not looking good. This isn't the Chiefs team we know. And now we look back and we're like, oh, okay, so their defense got better and their offense is figuring it out. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, Washington football team. Maybe one of the last times we're going to be able to say that. One of the last three weeks we can say it. Why? Are they going to get a nickname or are they moving? Well, that's. I, I like that you're on that. I hope yeah. that happens and they could be like my Carson Wentz going to the Colts last year. There you go. Um, I said the Cowboys would be favored by six and a half. I'm going to say, do we know who the starting quarterback is for Washington football team? I will check. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Heineke, though. Um, I'm going to, okay, so it's not. Garrett Gilbert, no. And it's not Hinsky? No, that's who I think it's going to be. Heineke. Heineke, sorry. Hinsky. Um, Eric Hinsky? I'm going to say that there's lots of money on the Cowboys, so I'm going to say seven and a half. And you are going to get it because it is ten and a half. Yeah, like I said, it's just like sometimes you look at a team and you go, and, and again, to me, it's a, a division game. I might take Washington in this one. Oh, for the points for sure. Yeah. If it stays at ten and a half yeah. by Sunday, yeah, um, I'll take Washington. I'm thinking the old backdoor Heineke cover. I like it. I like a a close Sunday night game. I think it's more I'm trying to manifest that because I don't want a Sunday night to be boring. I, I guess I guess we have Team Canada too. Right. Uh, Monday night, Ian Book versus Tua. What a oh, it's Notre Dame against Alabama. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I said Miami would be favored by four and a half in New Orleans. And hopefully this is the we can stick the fork in, in the Saints. Um, does that take into account that the New Orleans starting quarterback is not playing? It is, eh? I'm going to say. Well, I said four and a half. Knowing that, though? Yeah. Um. I don't like the Saints, but it's tough when you have your own mindset and you know they're not very good, but do the, does everyone else know that yet? I'm going to say, because I don't know, <laughs> this could be a letdown game for the Dolphins. They come back to 7-7, seven and seven and this might be a game they lose. So I'm going to say 3.5. And, and you are going to get it. It is the Dolphins by 2.5. Yeah. It, Couldn't get there with the field goal. Yeah, it makes sense when I saw it. Yeah, it's just, again, if the Saints get smoked by the Bucks, I think this is a different number. The, uh, God, the Saints win a game against the Bucks that weren't there. Just again, Saints and the Steelers really aggravate me because their <laughs> record is way better than what they are. Um, let's do let's do playoff standings because we get to mention both your Pittsburgh Steelers and New Orleans Saints because they somehow are still they're in not contention. mine. They're anti mine. You love talking about them. Uh, in the AFC. <laughs> Kansas City still the one seed, ten and four. Tennessee two seed, ten and five. New England nine and five. Cincinnati, Indianapolis, the Chargers, the Bills, the Ravens—they're all eight and six. One of those teams is not making the playoffs. Wow. I think I, I said it on Tuesday. I think these seven teams—Kansas City, Tennessee, New England, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, LA, and Buffalo—those are our playoff teams, or those yeah, ones should be our playoff teams. Right. And then Baltimore is just on the outside looking in. Yeah, they just lost too many games at the last second or last inch or last fingertip, and it's going to cost them. Especially because they were the 50-50 team. At the beginning of the year, right. they were winning all these one-possession games, yeah, and now right. they're coming back down to earth. Exactly, yeah. I mean, they did gamble away two of them. Yeah. Uh, in So Indianapolis won the one seed in the wild card, then the Chargers, the Bills, the Ravens. The seven, six, and one Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, you're welcome, Detroit, for helping Pittsburgh along. And again, we want to cross these teams off, but Vegas, Miami, Cleveland, yeah. Denver are all seven and seven. Wow. Cleveland, if they lose, I think 
Cleveland loses to Green Bay, and that's their season. I think that's it. I don't right. think they're catching any of those other teams. Right. But, like, Den- so Denver and the Raiders, that's a loser leaves town. Right. And then Miami has Monday night. Yeah. Do they keep winning? Like, when do they start to lose again? I would I would love if they win that game and yeah. they're up to eight and seven. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're right in the mix. And then, obviously, we have the Jets, Texans, and Jags. 3-11, 3-11, and the 2-12 Jacksonville Jaguars, who now own the number one pick in the draft because the Lions tied. Right. NFC side, uh, Green Bay 11-3. and three. It lines up right now as Dallas in the two seed, then Tampa Bay, Arizona, and they're all 10-4. and four. Right. So it'd be – right now it'd be Dallas, Minnesota. Uh, Rams – wait. Do you think – I didn't realize the Rams were 10-4. and four. Could they win the division? Yeah. The way Arizona's reeling? Yeah, absolutely. Do you they think must it? play each other again. Uh, I think they play twice. Yeah. Um, maybe they play a third time. Exactly. Do you think Arizona – this is going to be very conspiracy-y. Do you think Arizona tanks down the stretch because they're a better road team? <laughs> no. And want to go to L.A. No. instead of being at home? No. And if the owner heard you say that, he'd take off one of your fingers. <laughs> uh, San Francisco, 8-7. and seven. Again, we're – like, I hope they don't falter, but they could. Yep. Um, and then Minnesota, Philly, New Orleans, 7-7. Seven and seven. Again, maybe – I think we have – everybody that's in a playoff spot should be making the playoffs. Right. Because then I'm not – Washington, Atlanta, they're both six and eight. We can yeah, they need help and it's doable. It's possible, but I wonder if like Seattle finishes like just out of the playoffs. For sure they will. They're five and nine. F- yeah, I can see them finishing eight and eight and nine. That's I can amazing. see that happening. And then New York and Chicago, both four and ten. Detroit, two eleven and one. And won't get the first pick now because they tied. Right. Uh I guess I could check who's announcing these games because I feel like Jim Nance and I was about to say Phil Sims and Tony Romo are going to get shafted this week. Um, well, out, yeah, I just told you the games that are on. They're, they'll they'll the, be doing one of those idiotic games that shouldn't be on. Um, well, they should be do, getting the Bills in New England, ideally. Yeah. Like um, a division-winning game. Uh, Saturdays, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman for the first game for Cleveland Green Bay, and then Joe Davis and Kurt Warner. Did you see Kurt Warner's jacket? Yeah. <laughs> Looked like a baked potato. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, Detroit, Atlanta, Chris Myers, uh, Tampa Bay, Carolinas, the Mark Sanchez, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Kevin Harlan and Trent Green, L.A. Houston, Andrew Catalan and James Lofton, L.A. Minnesota, Adam, I still can't say it right, Adam Amon, Amon and Mark Schlereth. Good try, Nikki. Buffalo, New England's Ian Eagle and Charles Davis. Mm. Jacksonville and the Jets. I love I don't oh. know why, but I love Sparrow and Jay Feely. They <laughs> must they must have done something wrong last week because <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. You can, can tell who the uh the broadcast team that uh, is failing. Uh Giants Eagles is Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma. Chicago, Seattle, Aaron Goldsmith and Akeep to leave. No uh No what's his face? No Gus Johnson. Hmm. Oh, uh, college, maybe? He's doing college stuff? I guess could be. Uh, Sunday afternoon, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Wow. At least it's going to be. Kansas City. It's literally just going to be. 
Listen here, Jim. I was about to do Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> I just love watching Patrick Mahomes. That's definitely Chris Collinsworth. Uh, Denver, Vegas is Greg Gumbel. Uh, Washington, Dallas. Al Michaels is going to be there. And then Monday is obviously Monday night. That Monday night crew. Uh, yeah, those are your... Shout out awfulannouncing.com, who always puts out these schedules. Poor, poor, poor Jim and Tony. Like, like you said, this could be a three touchdown game. And yeah, they're, they're going to be talking. They're going to be doing the uh, Ferrero and uh, Cord Miller, Cord Miller um, talk. <laughs> you better think of other things to talk about because, yeah, not much to talk about on the field. Romo's going to talk himself into Ben being still being a great quarterback. Yeah, just look at this throw, Jim. Like. I don't know why I keep doing Southern for Tony Romo. I can't do a good Romo. Uh, that is it for the NFL. Let's go to the NHL. Um, I wrote down players upset about the Olympics. It's kind of not much to talk about. It's just, yeah, they're disappointed they can't go. Yeah, it's no one's fault, though, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like the NHL said, no, you're not going, right? Like They get it, yeah. right? Everybody gets it. I get it. I'm disappointed, so. World Cup of Hockey. That's right. That's what and they we, have to do. And we still get the World Junior, so. That's still best on best. That is the, I mean, that is like to me. I guess that's our number one sports thing of the year. Yeah, World for sure, for sure. Uh, in the standings, because we have this break, we can kind of stop and see where teams are. We'll start in the Atlantic. Tampa Bay in first place, forty-four points. Toronto forty-two, Florida forty. Fourth place in the division, the Detroit Red Wings with thirty-three points. They're hanging in there. Boston with 30. I'm terrified yeah, that right Boston's yeah. holding on for dear life. Yeah. Buffalo with 25. Ottawa with 20. And Montreal, 17 points. Wow. Eek. Um, I guess, I mean, everyone's going to say Detroit and Anaheim are the two fun surprises Surprise. this year. For sure, yeah. yeah. I think, to me, this is, and I know it's going to sound like I don't care about making the playoffs, but the fact that they're just going to be in a playoff race. And right, Lucas Raymond and Sider in their first year, they're going to be playing important hockey down the stretch. That's right to me what matters. Yeah, obviously if they make the playoffs, that's great. Yeah, yeah, but it's more this is building. Yeah, right, more the rebuilding, but we're getting closer. Because if they make the playoffs, it's going to be in a wild card spot. Right, and it's going to be Tampa Bay or Carolina. Right, or Washington. Right, or Florida. Or Toronto. Yeah, that would yep. be that'd be amazing. And then you know what would happen? Tyler Bertuzzi is going to miss more than half the series. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I'm never, I'm never going to forgive him. If, if they make the playoffs and play the Leafs, or I guess because that's the only Canadian team that's going to make it. Right. I'm going to be so mad because he's going to miss. If they play a seven-game series, yeah. he's going to miss games one, two, five, and seven. Yeah. Because you can't get a needle in your arm. That's right. Um, Metropolitan. Carolina, Washington tied right now, 43. The Rangers right behind with 42. Pittsburgh right there, 39. Yeah, that and I would add Pittsburgh to the surprise teams along with Anaheim and Detroit. Because we said at the beginning of the year that they're a good team. Yeah. They're a hardworking but, team, but yeah. not this good. No, exactly. And without Crosby and Malkin. Now they got Crosby back, still without Malkin. Yeah, and, that's, and they're still winning. Yeah. Like, that, that's impressive. Uh, Columbus and Philly tied it with 29 points. This terrible like, Flyers losing streak, and they're still not it, out of it. And that's that scares me, right? You you lose ten in a row, you should be in last place. Like you're not even close to last place. Like you're actually in the playoff hunt again. You're four points behind Detroit for the playoffs. Yeah, lose ten in a row. That's just. I think it's just the weird year that we've already have and will continue to have because now we're gonna have this three week stretch in February where yeah, 
it's going to be a mess of games. And I feel like right. so, they're going to have to redo the whole schedule because they can't just like not every team has had a lot of games canceled. Right. I know every team's on a break now, but right. some that's teams true. have only missed like two or three games. Yeah, that's but, like, true. Calgary hasn't played for what, like two or three weeks? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like if you think about the Leafs, um, they were on their Western Coast road trip. So now they have to go back there again to finish off their Western trip and then go play somewhere else or whatever, right? So, yeah, that's that could make or break someone's season, really. Yeah. You know, like it, they could really go into a slump or whatever, depending on, you know, how their schedule works out, playing three and four nights or something like that. So I know everyone talked about because the border is closed right now that everyone said, we'll just bring back the Canadian division, which I know I loved it last year, but right. it doesn't, it's not, it wouldn't make sense because no. you've been playing all the other teams. Right. You can't just say, all right, yeah, now either just... none of that counts right. or we're starting over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can get on board with if the border is going to be closed into the new year, then have all the Canadian teams just play each other. Right, until things open up again. Yeah, sure, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But we're not derailing – we're not destroying this season and just saying, you know what, just Canadian teams. Right. It was cool last year because yeah, that yeah, was the circumstance. It had to. That's right, yeah. Now, now it's just more of a fun occasion. I don't need to see Toronto and Montreal play 10 times no, before the playoffs. Exactly, yeah. Um. Wrapping up the Metro, New Jersey 25 points and the Islanders 22. Islanders still can't figure it out. And I thought the Devils would be a little bit better than what they are. I feel like Columbus is the – they're going to they're they're, gonna regress. Yeah, they'll falter for sure. They're playing way, way above their heads. I, I wonder – I think we could, we could say Pittsburgh's going to fall, but yeah. that could still be a playoff far, spot. Exactly. How far they fall still might be good enough. Because I don't, I don't think – I think – Fourth in the division for Pittsburgh makes sense. I don't. Yeah. I think Columbus yeah. falls off, and I don't know if Philly's gonna have enough to catch them. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe and then maybe the Islanders might sneak sneak back up in there. Yeah. Uh, Central division. This this surprised me. Do you know who's first in the Central heading into our break? St. Louis. No, second place. Tied for actually tied for second. No, I don't. The Minnesota Wild. Wow. A team we never talk. I mean, not that we never talk, but yeah. we more just talk about Kaprizov. Nobody ever does, though, right? They're always that middling team. It's them and the worst Stanley Cup final that would be amazing is Florida versus Minnesota. Yeah. Because no, one, no would one watch. Yeah, exactly. It'd be sold out with fans from other teams cheering. <laughs> uh, yeah, Florida, or Florida. Minnesota, 40 points. St. Louis tied with Nashville for second in the division, 39 points. Nashville's a surprise. That is a like just a good team yeah and like they have they have uh tanner Janot and philip tomasino like they just kind of brought in these pieces and i don't know i would have thought losing pecorine although he wasn't the same goalie towards the end right. of his career soros has just stepped in and kind of looks like a vesna contender yeah losing their number two defenseman and their two top centers are nowhere near being top centers it's just it's it's almost you can group them in with the Minnesotas and Floridas that yeah. no one talks about them but they're just they're there they're consistent and they're never going to rebuild right and they're a pl always a playoff team right you don't want to play against them no right they're not fun to play against uh, Colorado seemed to have figured it out they're at thirty six points fourth in the division Winnipeg thirty three it seems like now this is they've almost made their midseason trade already right I, I still wonder if there's if there's another piece winnipeg goes out and gets like i feel like i don't know why i feel like they need another winger but i just i feel like there's a piss a piece a piss a piece <laughs> missing for the jets right to like make a playoff playoff run. yeah fair 
Uh, Dallas, 32 points for a team we kind of thought was dead in the water. Yeah, yeah, they've kind of... Hanging on for dear life. Yeah, they had won seven in a row or something, right? So they're one of those hot and cold teams. Uh, Chicago, 26 points. We we know. Yeah. They're dead on the ice and off the ice. (laughs) I mean, it's good that they did come to a settlement with Kyle Beach. Right. Good for you. Like, you did a terrible thing, and now you just gave him a large sum of money. I know yeah. he had to agree to it, but right. it just still so, feels like yeah. they're terrible yeah. people. Yeah. And the Arizona Coyotes. How many points do you think the Coyotes oh, have this year? Oh, they don't have a lot. Uh, 14? Yes, exactly 14. I knew it was in a lot. God, yeah. They they, they're just, yeah, well, yeah, they're just, there's a surprise, because I think they suck more than what I thought they were going to suck. Yeah. And it's right? not even like, like, Shane Gossesper is actually having a good year there. Yep, yep. Their goalie. Chikrin's not, though. No, I, I w- like, if we would have did that hockey pull, I would have picked him because I would have thought he'd p- play, like, 30 minutes a game and get lots of points on, on a losing team. But he's not playing well, and now they he- don't have many, many. Like, where's Kellen um, Keller? Like, wasn't he supposed to be, like, a superstar? Like, Yeah. Yeah. And now he's just to the wayside. Yeah. Like Phil Castle is going to get traded that'll for be, sure. Yeah, he'll go to a Stanley Cup. Yeah, so he'll probably might win another Stanley Cup this year. I was going to the team. I think I threw it up before. I mean, I threw it out last year. If he got traded to the Leafs, that would be hilarious. But I don't know. Like Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh makes sense. Yeah, somewhere he's already been. Yep. Um, and then Chikrin, he's on the trade block now, which really is the worst time to do it because yeah, he's because, not having a good year. Yeah, just yeah, because he's very promising. Like he could be your backbone for years to come. And yeah, again, why would you give up on a kid? He's just a kid. Yeah. Uh, it was. I think it was Edmonton and the Rangers were two teams interested. Which Edmonton, it's almost like the Leafs should be in that conversation too. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Because I know Morgan Riley's played better. But I still think if they still need a number one, if you are a Stanley Cup contending team and Morgan Riley's your second pair defenseman, absolutely ideal situation. Yep. Um, To the Pacific, Vegas and Anaheim tied for first place. Uh, How would have told me that? I would have said, "Are we talking after the first game of the season?" How did either of them do this? Right. Like Pacioretty's come back and he's been on fire. Yeah, for sure. Mark Stone comes back and he's a little. He's still getting up to speed. Right. But, like, again, it's still this looming, like, so, like, Jack Eichel's going to come back in, like, February? Yeah. March at the latest? Right. Maybe maybe April at the latest if they really take them slow. But right. we thought they were going to be scratching and clawing for playoff spot. But it, it seems like they're just not going to cruise in because it's a I tough think. division at the top. Yeah. But then after, after that, it's not so much. So that's why they are where they are. And Anaheim being there, like, who... Who saw this coming? Who saw the Zegras goal coming? This is, I would say, like, as much as I love the Red Wings, is Anaheim not the most fun fun team, at least, in hockey? Compared to last year, for <laughs> sure. I didn't watch one of their, I, I, sorry, I had to watch one game to see how unbore, how boring they were, and yep, they were boring. And you, Zegras has another year, Troy Terry goes on that crazy point streak. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's a kid team, but then right. they still have those. Ricard Raquel and Getzlaff and right. Hampus Lindholm. They have a yeah. bunch of veterans to complement those young guys. Right. And, and obviously, they didn't even need Mason McTavish, who was having a good year in Anaheim. They send him back down uh, for another year. Yeah. Because they don't need him yet. Yeah. He's going to come up next year and we're going to be another Terry. Yeah. Enjoy him on the World Junior team this year because he's not coming back next year, even though he's eligible. Um, Calgary Edmonton tied with 36 points, especially. 
it's funny that we have to think back to, oh, yeah, Calgary started off so hot because they haven't played in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It might not be three weeks, but it's, it's felt that long. Yeah. And Edmonton's been on their quote-unquote tailspin. Yeah, exactly. They're going through their for their cold spell. You know, you just made me think, if Cal, if uh, Edmonton had Calgary's goalie, I think they would be a Stanley Cup contender. Yeah. I don't, I don't. They, it's really hurting them, right? Like Smith's out, and Conklin is just like not even a one B. Uh, did I say Conklin? Yeah. Uh, I meant uh, Skinner. No, the Finnish. oh uh, Koskinen. Thank you. Um, yeah, it, they just it's it's hurting them. And and now it's it's you don't have guys lining up of who's going to be that goalie. It feels like flurry or bust. Yeah, exactly. Anaheim isn't giving up John Gibson no, now. No, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the where it's leading, and that's what they need, right? Because when good teams go through bad slumps, sometimes your goalie can win that one game in the middle that gets you out of that slump. And Edmonton doesn't have that. No, Edmonton is the oh McDavid and Drysaddle both had five points in this game. Yeah, and that's they how still you lost. <laughs> that is true. That's yeah, their defense. Well, especially. You look at their defense, and Darnell Nurse is a good defenseman. Yeah, he's, he's not a $9 million defenseman. It's the same as Morgan Riley. He's not a yeah. number one defenseman no, on exactly. a Stanley Cup team. Exactly. And then it's Cody Cece and Tyler Tyler Berry, Tyson Berry. Right. Like, it's just not a defensive team. No, no, not at all. It's We have to win game 6-5, and I know every hockey pundit talks about this, but in the playoffs, you're not winning game 6-5. No, exactly. Hmm. It'd be nice if they had a defenseman like Ethan Bear on their team. He would, I think, he would actually would really help good... them. Especially, it's not like you would trade him away from no, Warren no, Fogel. Exactly, yeah. Not a, not the best choice there, Ken Holland. Um, and then we have the rest of the, the rest of the Pacific. LA, thirty-three points, three game, three points back of a playoff spot. Yeah, they're. I don't, I don't know. Like they're still rebuilding, right? Yeah. So San Jose, who's fallen back down to earth, thirty-one right, points. Right. Vancouver, who is coming on, yeah, they could finish fifth in the division. Absolutely, again, a bad division. We'll give you a chance all year long. And then Seattle, twenty-three points, right? And they're just bad. Yeah, but they're we don't consider them the expansion team. That that rests with Arizona. <laughs> we will constantly just call them the expansion team. Uh, to the World Juniors, I guess we'll quickly mention USA-Finland because yep. that was a good game. Yeah, yeah, it was for sure. Finland was the better team in the first period. The States were definitely the better team in the second and part of the third, and then Finland decided to change. It was the TSN turning point. It was by Matthew Kniez. Kniez. Nikki, you're just really <laughs> screwing up the names again. Yeah, Ma- Matthew Kniez was robbed by Finland's goalie. I don't remember his name. But. Right. Finland does come. They were down. They weren't. weren't they down three nothing? Or was it? No, no wait, they it was scored one, the first one. goal. Yeah, down three uh, one, and then a major penalty basically cost the Americans the game. They score three goals damn. to win it. And that that shot in overtime. I know it's a Leaf prospect, but that yeah. was just a rocket. Absolutely, for sure. And then we get into the second game, which right. also there were like four pre-tournament games. One of them got canceled. Yeah, Czech Republic and sad. Switzerland. But I'm pretty sure Sweden played. Yeah, we just yep. didn't see it. It wasn't on. Yeah, just kind of dumb. You're the right. you're the world junior broadcast holder. Give Dennis Bayek a game because I'm pretty sure he does the Red Deer. Oh, does he? Is that where I'm, his I'm team sure. is or whatever? I think they're. I guess you call them the B team, right? Because you can't have Gordon Ray do every game. No, you know, get tired. That would be fair. And we headed to this Canada Russia game, which they were supposed to play. It was Switzerland, Sweden, and Russia, right? Were the three games? That's right. So they do end up playing Russia. So at least there's one yeah. pre tournament game, right? And 
you leave the first period and you think, are we sure we're not playing Austria? Exactly. Like Russia's defense is terrible. Yeah. At well, least it, at, it was. Well, at least Canada made it look that way for sure. Because this game, like even Russia looked better than Finland and the States in this game. Yeah, it was two teams mind. that were our a, gold medal contenders. For sure. Yeah. When the U.S. and Finland, well, teams don't really go back to back that much. Like the U.S. team is bringing back a couple of the guys. Right. But it's not like Zegras didn't come back or Caulfield right. or Spencer right. Knight. Those guys. I wonder right. if Spencer Knight must be too old now because he's in the minors now. Yeah. Um so the the duo that we've both cuz it's always it's always your thing you find you find the guy. This is what I find interesting. You're usually not the pick the skill guy. No, exactly. You're yep. usually more yep. of the like the grinder or, yep. or something yep. like that. Like like um last year it was Peltier and um I like fixating on that player when he's out there and talking to you about look he d- he never made a mistake that whole tournament, right? Yeah. And I was sure. Look what he did just in there. Lifted his stick, or he's in this right position, or he flipped the puck out, or he blocked a shot, or you know, obviously scored a goal, right? The, but that's not really the main thing. It's the little things. Um, and again, it's just kind of too early to tell. But yeah, I just he just seemed to be doing everything right out there. He wasn't making any mistakes, Johnson. Oh, okay, Ken, I was gonna say Kent Johnson was was your guy. Yeah. Who could have played on the team last year, but right. was held back because of Michigan. Right. Um. My and it's it's always you can look at okay who scored the most, which was Mason McTavish, but it right. wasn't that. It was the he didn't really show off his physicality, but it was one of those. It doesn't look like anybody's going to be able to move him. No, he's a, like a man playing against boys. Yeah, like he has this like full beard, and it's like yeah. you're 18. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. That is terrifying. Yeah. And it's it's Kent Johnson, McTavish, and I think Maverick Bork is the the third guy on that line, right? Who is weirdly like he's on the power play, like he's yep. out there a lot, right? But he's not he's, that noticeable, right? Right. And Bob McKenzie kind of touched on that, like he's one of those like Peltier kind of guys. He just he won't hurt you. Where whatever the other guys are doing, he'll make sure that continues to happen, or he'll be the first guy back kind of guy. Yeah. So that's that is the first line. Like you kind of. You're going back of like okay. Yeah, we were kind of debating until they kind of yeah, razzmatazzed out there and scored some nice goals. And then your second line, it looks like it's Perfetti, Shane Wright, and then you can kind of insert that right winger. Right, could be Bedard who looked good. Connor Bedard as a 16 year old, like 16 year old playing eight minutes, and he was very noticeable. Yeah, every time mind. he was on the ice, he was doing something. Yeah, he, he I found he was finishing a lot of checks. Right, that's probably what. Dave Cameron told him to do right. Go out there and make an impact, even yep. if it's not scoring. Just right. do something. Yep. He does score a goal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He has about ten minutes to shoot the puck. Yeah, which I think that's that's something that's already maturity because there's even I think in the first maybe it was the second period that he had a shot and it looks like an NHL shot already. Yeah, yeah. Like he fired it and then the goalie scores. He just kind of has a couple seconds to candles, moves the goalie and scores. Right. Same with the the number one possible draft pick for Russia. Yeah. He looks good too. Medvey uh, Michkov, who yeah. is seventeen, right, and just turned seventeen. Yeah. So again, another kid. He was Russia's best player. Yeah. And not only was he their best player, I loved because you couldn't see it as much with Bedard because he didn't play as much. Right. But Michkov was not only calling for the puck. Yeah. He wanted it on his stick and he motioned to the bench on a power play. Don't change. Yeah. I want to stay out here. Right. He scored two goals and two great shots. Yep. And if Russia's best player is a seventeen-year-old, that's that's a scary-looking team. Because mm-hmm. again, they don't—they've brought back a few guys, right? 
they're all from Russia, which I thought was pretty cool. They brought they said the last time they did that was 2011 when they beat Canada. Yeah, that monumental collapse. Which also, I don't know if it's eerie or not, but Dave Cameron was also the coach of that Canadian team. Right, that yes. collapse. So yes. it's one of those like it's just in your head thing. But like if it happens again, you're gonna think, okay, so he's done this twice, almost 10 years apart. Right. A little, little weird. Also, that Russian team had like Artemi Panarin, Tarasenko, and Evgeny Kuznetsov, which happens to be the last time Russia won the World Championship. Yeah, this is this is a tournament dominated by three countries, and you think, okay, take a guess, Canada, fair, fair guess, Russia, nope, they're in a lot of gold medals, but yep. not many golds to, sh- none to show for in the last ten years. Yeah. Okay, Sweden, they're usually there. They yep. had the crazy win streak that I think got snapped, didn't? Yeah, they? last year. Nope, they're not there. It's Finland and the U.S. Yeah. Those three countries split the last nine gold medals. Right. So I'll go out on a limb and say Russia's going to play one of those three teams in the finals. <laughs> um, th- oh, the, I think we should just get ahead of this now. They were talking a lot about every defenseman on Team Canada is left-handed. Right. Which I mean, wasn't correct. a big deal in this game. Wait, what? What would you say? I said right. And then I changed my answer uh, to correct. <laughs> <laughs> they do have they do have one Shane Wright, but yeah. no right-handed defenseman. Right, which I mean correct. Again. <laughs> it's to me again. It's not a big deal because in no. this game, everybody, all the defensemen that were playing on the right side clearly knew how to play the right side. Yeah, and yeah. picked up pucks well, and yeah. weren't really panicking with the puck, or yeah. their defense didn't really suffer. Right. It's correct. to me, it's not a big deal. <laughs> And Owen Power played, what did he play, 18 minutes in this game, maybe? Like, yeah. he wasn't out there a lot. They no. didn't need him. But when he was out there, he is he, yeah. all of the he, six foot five that yeah, he is. he's dominating. He's just, he is, McTavish is a Bantamong boys. Yeah, so is Power. Power is like the grandfather of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, the goaltending situation, I think, is set. Yeah, Dylan, unfortunately. Dylan Garan plays the first half of this game. Yeah. He lets in one goal, which wasn't even his fault. No, it goes off, off his de- Canadian defense skate. Yeah, and not the, his fault at all. And they bring in Sebastian Kosa, who's yeah. first round pick of the Red Wings. And I'm right. excited to see him. And yeah. he gives up three goals. Yeah, two are stoppable. Yeah, as good as Mishkov's right. shot is, that's a stoppable puck. Right. And then the one comes from the corner. Yeah, that's he just doesn't look comfortable and yeah. as much as it sucks to say i th- i think he should be the third goalie yeah th- and that'll be i guess the interesting point does he even dress you know starting the tournament or is he the third guy now because it seemed like going into the camp that it was all pretty even that anybody could get the starting job for sure yeah yeah so i'm wondering if it was that close that the backup ends up being the third guy because they already had the guy who's not playing dressing at all as a solid backup it's hard to say Garan, though, not only as a returning goalie, because he did play in a game last tournament. Right. I just think, usually I say, if it's up in the air, you you can kind of alternate who gets which start. Right. I just think Garan should be the starter. Yeah, I have to go back to Cameron and see what he did back in 2011. Maybe he played the same goalie. I don't know. Uh, I think so, because I think it was Mark Byzantine then. Okay. I think, he actually might have been the backup then, because he played two years, but... I just think if you have a starting goalie, just stick with him because he just – he looks solid. He didn't make yeah. any crazy saves, but it's because right. he didn't have to. Right. And the Czech Republic is a better team. Czechy. Like, Czechia. Czechy. Czechy. Czechia. Czechia Republic. Yeah. I don't even think we can say Republic. Oh, it's I just think, Czechia now. I think so. That's so that's, strange. That's their, their preference. Um, so it's like the Washington football team. Yeah, that's their new nickname. You can never say Czech Republic ever <laughs> again. It's a – 
obsolete word. Um, anything else that stood out for you from this game? Um, just the speed and how um, good Canada looked, to be honest with you. Um, Russia, yeah, they kind of looked. I don't know what the word for it would be. I, I would say earlier. disoriented. Yeah, disoriented the first period. They kind of figured things out and got their feet under them. But I was really, really impressed with how well Canada played, to be honest with you. They they could have scored a few more goals in this one. It was a lot of crisp passes, which also goes back to uh, this Russian team. We talked about Canada only having one or not having any right-handed defensemen. Russia has one right-handed player on their entire team, and it's their goalie. As a right-handed hockey player, do you feel you're being dissed in this tournament? A little bit. <laughs> like it's Maybe it makes me feel more special. There's no one out there that looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> inclusion of right-handed hockey players please yeah, start a petition start a march for right-handed hockey players we deserve better um for for askarov though this is his third world juniors and it's always scary when a goalie plays in three world juniors because you know he's that good right the goal because he gave up four five goals or did he give up mm. all of them did they score in the third because they switched goalies for the third period right but, like, not many of them were his no, fault. No, it wasn't his fault. No. There no, was like we said that. There's like, rebounds. There was one that was just a perfect shot. Yeah. Deke that, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, the McTavish goal. Yeah. Like, no one's stopping that. No, exactly. Yeah, make both of McTavish's goals. He makes the one great move and one of them's on a rebound. Right. That third line. Oh, I, you know what? I think. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to just say the third line has been together for this whole camp. And I think that's going to be a line that. Not that we don't notice, but it's going to be in a game against like a Finland or into the medal round that we're going to say that's a really important line. Right, because they're the shutdown line, but they scored, yeah. right, which they weren't supposed to be doing. Um, I was just going to say the um, – actually, I think um, the 16-year-old kid – sorry, I can't think of his name. Bedard. Yeah. Didn't he score on a left-handed goal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he beat him glove side. That's the only way I knew that because I know Russia only has one right-handed player. <laughs> Which is going to be, you know, they're going to talk about that. The whole time. It's going to be like... Uh, uh, not that Eric Carlson. Yes, correct. That or you could see Gordon Ray loved the World Juniors because this is when they just have the most fun. Because they've been doing it for like 15 years now. Has it been that long that McGuire hasn't been there? Nah, probably not. Yeah. It, probably 2011 maybe. maybe okay. 2012. Because I know 2009 was definitely Pierre Maguire. Yeah, for sure. Can you believe it? Yeah, I can. Um, They've never said that though when they when they show that replay. No, they always they cut it just, off. Yeah, they just do Gord's part. I feel like they keep showing the clip, but they just cut off the audio. Yeah, they cut off Pierre because it is such a dumb. It is such a dumb. Like he wasn't asking. He wasn't asking for your opinion, Pierre. No, exactly. Because yeah. they iced it was the rhetoric. It was rhetoric. <laughs> yeah, just let. Let the let the fans be excited. Let them be the noise. That's right. God, I'm I'm never gonna forgive him for that. Uh, that is that's it for the NHL. The NBA, again, like this is this is great because COVID basketball is amazing because yeah. it's the most random. Like Joe Johnson played an NBA game for the first time since 2018. Yeah, it's just a bunch of like I don't want to say no names to be mean, but it's not the typical NBA players you're expecting. Um, if like I said, if you are a quarterback looking to play in the NFL, there are jobs available right now. And if you are a subpar basketball player playing in the men's league somewhere, go 
put your your tryout on video because there's teams everywhere dying to sign players right now to get into their lineup. Yeah, like um, the first the first game of NBA Christmas Day is a little disappointing now because Atlanta doesn't have Trey Young. He's in health and safety oh, protocols. Boy. This is going to be the the Knicks are favored by six and a half, and it's because. This is going to be the Kemba Walker game. This is going to be Kemba Walker's Christmas moment. Right. Because he was taken out of the rotation a few weeks ago. Yeah. But now the Knicks are running out need, of players. They need, now they need him. We yeah. didn't need you before, but now we need you. Now it's, it's the Kemba and R.J. Barrett show right. in New York. That That's just the thing that sucks about these games is you don't know necessarily who's going to be able to play. And, and I guess we got a preview, right, when the Raptors got to play the Warriors. Oh, so this is what COVID basketball looks like. Yeah. Yeah, and it's mixed it's mixed good. with a rest day for all the vets and right. for Golden State. And again, unfortunately, in the NBA, compared to any other sport, you're so limited for your roster, right? Like in football, that's why they're 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 still playing is they have practice rosters, so they got like 40 guys that dying to play in the NFL that yeah. are ready to play at any given second, right? They so they're kept up to speed. Yeah, so they can be in the lineup the next night. The NBA has nobody, right? There's yeah, signing guys out of the G League, like, oh, it's that's yeah, like the NBA feels like the NFL from last year. Like they're just we're pushing through this. I don't care. Yeah, Adam Silver said there's no plans yeah. to stop the season. Yeah, we, again, I and now you you it, it, you know what I feel bad for? The NHL for Gary Bettman. I think he made the right decision here. He doesn't get any kudos to oh. it. Last year, or sorry, I guess it's two years ago when the NBA paused. The NHL are criticized for not, like, following suit right away. Yeah, it was, like, the next day. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, you waited a day, right? But he gets no love for, I think, doing the right thing. I know it's a little bit different because they have cross-border teams. So that definitely is different than the NBA. But the NBA still does. Yeah, they have that one team. That's why the NFL gets to push through is because they don't have to worry about the border. That's right. It's one government. Yeah. The second game, which... I guess ends up being a little bit better. 2.30 Eastern, Boston at Milwaukee. Giannis out of health and safety protocols, so he's expected to play. Milwaukee favored by four and a half. And I, I think if Giannis is playing, I guess then you have to think, you're coming out of health and safety protocols. Were you sick? Did you have any symptoms? Are you going to come back and not be as good? It, it is a fun debate. I love how they've changed um the covid rules right so now it's very similar to the nhl you ha- either have an upper body or a lower body injury so that's how they disguise this now you're just in health and safety pro- protocols last year and the year before you had covid yeah that was it that was it. you have covid right we know where you're out now yeah. now we're just health and safety protocols related to covid might not have it right but he might <laughs> and he might be asymptomatic or he was full-blown sick we'll never know no uh, third game up, Golden State Phoenix. No Clay Thompson return. It's gonna be January, <sighs> but still Phoenix. This is this is great. This is a stat I loved. Devin Booker undefeated since October because he was hurt for that other Golden State game that they lost. So Devin Booker personal win streak. I think it's nice. must be nineteen games or more I'm now. Going. Uh, this I guess I mean, maybe it's not the best game because again, who knows who's gonna play. And that's the disappointing factor, right? It's like, am I going to watch an NBA game or a G League game? Man, I, I think this I, – I haven't heard anything about protocols for this game, but I assume everybody's playing. So this should be the best game. Right. If me. not, at least you have an option. It's called the NFL. Yeah. 
And the NFL is, they got everyone. Unless you're symptomatic, you're playing. Uh, third game up, which is the, the primetime game, Brooklyn at the Lakers. The Lakers who got killed by San Antonio and are no Anthony Davis, but that's just because he's hurt. Right. So it'll be LeBron and uh, Russell be. Westbrook versus James Harden, who is out of protocols now. I, I don't think Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving are yet, but at least it'll be James Harden for an 8 o'clock game. This is definitely... Wow, you're, you're really selling it. I can't wait to watch. It's, so I know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And this is, again, and this is going to be on at the same time as Indianapolis, Arizona. Right. What game do I really want to watch? Yeah, I see where you're leading. Man, I, I'm so excited for Russell Westbrook versus James Harden. Yeah. Brooklyn favored by one. 2013, maybe. <laughs> but uh, Then last game of the night, Dallas at Utah. Uh, do you want to know who's not playing in this game? The superstar for Dallas. Luka Doncic. Yeah. Not playing in this game. It's like COVID just goes after the superstars, <laughs> right? And, like, you're not just getting it once, right? You were saying... Um, he's been in a he's been in protocols a couple times. Yeah. Like, how many times can he get this damn... Thing? Like, they seem to get it more than anyone else. Yeah. I guess they do travel more, right? But he's also... And doing other, you know... Extracurricular. Correct. He's also out of shape. Just, I feel bad saying it because he's like my favorite basketball player, but right. he's but just he, been he, out of shape. And he's admitted it, right? Yeah, he said like I need James to do Harden. better. Yeah, But he hasn't admitted it. No. James Harden just wore a fat suit at the end of his Houston career. Yeah, uh, Utah is favored by 12 and a half in this game. Um, I won't watch it. I'm just I'm just going to be honest. If Luka isn't playing, I don't really need to see Chris Stapps, Porzingis go up against Donovan Mitchell in right. Utah, who's just a good regular season team. <laughs> It's yeah. more of just do they cover the spread? Probably. Right. Do they win this game by twenty? Probably. If it's a close game down the stretch, I'll put it on, but I don't I don't know who I'm going to be watching for Dallas. What about for Utah? I want to see the press conference for Rudy, because he's the one who reminds me of where this all started. I would love that someone ask him that question after the game. Uh no one. I doubt anyone has or anyone will. I think everyone just ignores it, except for us. Yeah, it just it, when I think of Utah and him, that's what I think of now. Like, he must be so embarrassed that he did that. I don't know. It might just be a pride thing, and he just might go, yeah, no, I did it, and he might just own it. Right. Or he just ignores it. I'm going to guess that he ignores it. Yeah. Uh, that's all I've got. Let's get to bad, good, and great for Christmas Eve. I'm not ready to talk about Michigan yet. That'll be Tuesday. Okay. Or Friday. Actually, yeah, because we'll do Friday, and that'll be right before the game actually happens. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Bad. What do we got for my bad? I don't know. i going to look. Um, oh, yeah. Just got my Sports Illustrated, so this was an interesting sound. Who do you think is the um, – who has the worst winning percentage as a franchise in sports? All like all four major yeah, sports. Yeah. Who would you think? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I would say because they've had a few bad seasons, I would say the Charlotte Hornets. Interesting. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, because didn't they go like almost two years without the winning, winning a, game? a game? Yeah. So they have a three eighty six winning percentage, two sixty seven, four twenty four, and one. Um, it has changed now, obviously, with Brady there, so they won't be in that bracket. But I just thought that was kind of an interesting stat. And they have, like, it. it is, it's funny that they're the 
I guess by winning percentage, the worst franchise, and they have two Super Bowls. Right. Now, this next one, I wasn't sure whether to put as bad or good because I was watching this game, uh, Baylor against Oregon, and I was so distracted by their floor. Like, I I don't know, would it be distracting as a player? Because you're too close to it, so maybe you don't see it. But from afar, like, I just kept looking at trees. I just couldn't. (laughs) I I I think it's awesome. Like, it looked terrific. But I was, like, not watching the game because I kept looking at the... It's great. It's well done, and it's at the both ends of the floor. It's it's really well done, but I just thought it's a little much. It, like, it should be a little more consistent where it's like only within the three-point line is where the design yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Like, was it a, was your foot on the line? It, like, that's what I thought was going to come up, right? Like, that they wouldn't be able to know or not. But yeah. uh, anyway, that was – so I wasn't sure what category to put that in. I just thought it was kind of neat. It is kind of in between. Like, it's not quite good, and it's not quite bad. Right. If it cost the game, then it could be bad. Exactly. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, I, I just watched it because I had a feeling Oregon was going to give, again... Um, Number one team in the country. Yes, exactly. And they were winning for most of the game, but then uh, Baylor came up back and ended up winning it. But, uh, yeah. Next on my list is the FCS Championship Game Preview. So this was um, like Tier 2 of NCAA football it's usually which, like north north dakota state exactly which i didn't know that so, so this is my good um for montana state it was it is their second fcs championship game appearance since 84 and for north dakota they're making their ninth appearance in the fcs championship game uh and that's the most of any schools and that's since 2011 when their program started yeah this is a school that produced carson wentz and trey lance right so those are two nfl quarterbacks that led them because i think trey lance did win one but then he didn't play in 2020 right so yeah not that we follow that but i just thought wow that's a pretty dominant because it's it's funny you knew the you knew the team right away right because they're usually in that game which is usually the only game they televise unfortunately on the tier two level yeah not whatever they call it not too many fcs games no exactly um, one thing I forgot to talk about last week was um, the record-setting uh, season for um, I'm sorry Bailey Zappi, the quarterback for Western Kentucky. Yeah, is it actually? I, think I so. feel like I saw that. Anyway, he so he broke records wow, for five. yards and touchdowns. Five five thousand nine hundred sixty three passing yards and sixty two touchdowns. Yeah, and that's not a career. That could be someone's career. That that's was season. this year. Yeah. I don't Which, know so he broke Joe Burrow's uh, record uh, for passing touchdowns, and then um, he was second to B.J. Simmons uh, for receiving yards or passing yards. So anyway, I thought that was kind of cool, especially for like a not big like power five school right exactly exactly um and great i'm just gonna go with it's the christmas season so we're you know into the world juniors uh, bowl games and usually it's nfl playoffs but it's not quite there yet because they've added an extra week yeah. to the seasons but it really we've already kind of talked about it. it there's playoffs games going on this weekend yeah real realistically even though they're not officially playoff games so yeah for me it's just the fun time because there's Lots of sports on, even though it's 
depending if you're talking about the NBA, it's more COVID sports, but it's still on. So we're pushing through depending on what league you're in. Yeah. I was going to say we weren't going to have much to talk about, but we also did just talk for over an hour and 20 minutes. So there you go. So there, there's always something to talk about, I guess. Right? We, so. we, we figure out. There's, and yeah. I was going to say, this is what I thought was going to be a lighter episode. And now we're going to, our next episode is going to be like the first game of the world juniors and the right. NFL weekend. And right. I guess COVID, COVID NBA Christmas. That's right. And uh, I forgot to ask you who won the, the spread lines. Oh, uh, I didn't count. Oh, oh I, I must have won then. If you <laughs> if you have to go back and count, I was just curious. Uh, Kevin Durant out for Christmas Day. Oh. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know why I just didn't count. Okay, Ty. Uh, I got that. It's always hard to do this, not on the fly, but like count. So I'm just going to write it down to make it easier because we tied. And we're going to do this live. Ty, Cleveland, Green Bay. I got Indy, Arizona. Um, I got Jacksonville Jets. That game's going to be bad. I got <laughs> Detroit, Atlanta. LA. I think I really won this week. Um, ten and a half. So we split. Split Tampa Bay, Carolina. Yeah, no. I, I really think I won this week. Um okay. Rams. You shouldn't have asked them. Yeah, you shouldn't have. You got Rams, <laughs> Minnesota. I got Baltimore and Cleveland right on. Well, that's just because you didn't want to take the same. I'll, I'll count that as a tie because you also wanted to say three and a half, but you just didn't want to say the same. Right. Uh, Buffalo, New England, I got. Uh, you got Chicago, Seattle right on. Denver, Vegas. Yeah, because I said Denver. Uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas City because of your hate for, hatred for Pittsburgh. Uh, you got oh, I got uh, two more for you. Yeah. Uh, one more bad is it's too bad Pickett's not playing for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like there hasn't been a lot of people. Oh, and sorry, another bad is uh, Texas Tech bowed out of the uh, Gator Bowl because oh. of COVID protocol. Yeah. Um, they did replace them though. I thought they would have just canceled the team. So now Rutgers is playing in their spot. I think there was another one. I think it's oh. a game. It's either tonight or tomorrow. That okay was canceled tonight is hawaii that's yeah it's canceled oh okay. memphis hawaii canceled. okay i oh. thought they were wow oh uh, because uh hawaii was also playing in basketball today and that's that happened oh, okay. so i thought they replaced gotcha it. gotcha and memphis hawaii canceled canceled for tonight okay good to know and then my last great is um my buddy joff is in moncton visiting his brother chris and he sent me this Tecmo Bowl. He was playing Tecmo Bowl, uh, and I wanted him to be the Raiders. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's what our video game life. Because again, during Christmas, this is all we did. Let's play Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl was like the game to play, to be Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson in my backfield. Um, that was my team. So I was the Raiders. So anyway, they had the Raiders play the Dolphins because that's uh, Chris's team. I guess so Dan Marino at least. Dan that's Marino's right yeah oh yeah 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 they were a good team back back in the day then so yeah for sure i like that i think that's a good way uh final score for i guess the line yep. se- seven to five ah so it's it's it pretty was, close week it was, to it week, was eh? like we are at least we're we're on the right team so you, you can't call us that we don't know our sports right yeah we're not like way off so <laughs> yeah seven to five with three ties right that's i would take that that sounds like a pittsburgh steelers record <laughs> 
Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're just. They, I I love that. Even at the end of the year, I'm still gonna bring up that you lost that Pittsburgh and New Orleans. Yeah, and you know very well I could have easily won that bet. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they both suck. Yeah. So that about wraps up for this one. We'll be back <laughs> Tuesday. We'll talk about World Juniors, NFL. Hopefully not as many. I guess there'll still be a couple. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. He's coming tonight he at will. some point. Yeah. I know Jack's starting to get a little bit nervous now. It's it's, getting it's bedtime. Everyone get to bed. It's getting late. It's getting late early. <laughs> if I hear anything on the roof, everybody has to go to bed. That's right. We call that a clatter. We only call it a clatter on Christmas Eve. Any other time of the year, it's just a... A hit on the roof or a, a sound, a noise, Man. but it's a clatter. No, I, I feel like if anybody doesn't know that story, just ask one of us off air. We're not explaining that here. That's right. It's, yeah. a, great, it's a great classic. Jack was a little kid and genuinely thought Santa was there, and parent the adults couldn't deny it either. No, yeah, we still don't know where that <laughs> clatter came from, and so we listened to Jack and all went to bed. It's Santa. <laughs> so that about wraps it up for this one. We will see you next time.